Welcome to the Solomon's Porch Podcast, the podcast from the worship experience of Solomon's Porch at Valdosta First United Methodist Church. We want you to be encouraged and inspired in your faith journey. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving or using heavy machinery, and enjoy. Thank you, Shannon. Can you hear me? Good? We good? What a day. It's a great day. It's always a great day when we get to come together on these special Sunday mornings. But today is especially unique uh, because we get to give you all a glimpse into our incredible student ministries and all that God is doing there. Uh, we want to say that first and foremost. God is doing some incredible things, right? We want you to consider being a part of it. We want to throw down um, the offer. Uh, if you are uh, a prospective student, if you're, if you're visiting for the first time, if you're a prospective parent, uh, if, you, if you're a parent of small children, there's a lot to look forward to. We want to uh, say welcome, and uh, we love you. Uh, we want to start out, I want to start out by, by asking this. Um, people are weird about standing up, but I'm going to pray that in good faith you will. If you are involved with our student ministry at, in any way, if you are a student, 6th through 12th grade, if you're a parent of one of these students, if you teach a Bible study, if you teach Sunday school, if you've ever been a, a, a leader on a, a D-Now, a retreat, if you ever have served our kids supper on a Sunday night or for D-Now, if you are involved in any way or ever have been with our student ministry, I want you to stand up real quick. Yeah. You can be seated. That was painful. That was not too bad, right? Not too bad. There's so many people to recognize and to say thank you to. Because I promise you, the conditions have to be right. Namely, God's special grace in, in, in a time like this. For students to come and to want to grow in their faith and to want to be somewhere on a Sunday night other than at their house. Right? or on a Wednesday night, right? or in someone's house on a Thursday night or a Wednesday night. Look, it, God has to pour out some special grace for that to happen. Because look, you, Emily and I and Allison, we, all, we can't do enough cartwheels. right? We can't jump through enough fiery hoops to, to, to entertain or make it exciting enough alone for, for a student to want to come and grow, Right? So it takes some special grace there, and, 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 and the Lord is the, is the center of all this. But there are a lot of volunteers. There are a lot of people that have poured their lives into our students. Not just Allison and I or Emily and Chris, a lot of people. And, and I'll say this, when, I, when I, I have lunch about once a month with my youth pastor buddies around town, and I tell Shannon this, I tell the staff this, I always leave those meetings thinking the same thing not man I wish I had that job no I leave saying I am so thankful for my church I'm thankful for my church because the conditions are right here for growth in our student ministries here right you know you have all sorts of youth organizations 
that do a lot of great things and, and Christian youth organizations. And those, they all play a part and they're all, they all go hand in hand like this. But I promise you, none of them succeed, none of them succeed based on someone at the top in leadership. None of them. None of them are what God desires them to be from a figurehead. So I'm not a figurehead. Emily's not a figurehead. We are a family. We are a group of people who really desire to see our kids fall in love with Jesus and stay in love with Jesus their entire life. That's what we want. That's what we want. We, the entertainment value is not what we're about. You know, if you are here and all you see of our student ministry maybe are the social media posts, um, the massive amount of people that show up every second weekend in August for our D-Now, or uh, the videos of the, the craziness on a Sunday night or on Wednesday night, if that's all you know, we want, we're so glad you're here because there's more to it than that. There's more to us than that. We like to have fun. That's a, that's a staple of student ministry. We like to have fun. We love to have fun, and it gets crazy. In here on a Sunday night, it gets crazy. In the fellowship hall on a Sunday night, it gets crazy. But fun is not the only thing we want to be about. We're so thankful for everybody who plays a part or it prays for us from a distance or leads a Bible study or serves food. Whatever you do for us, if it's just a prayer when you think about what, uh, maybe what God is doing, lifting us up, we're so thankful. So that includes everybody in the room. And we're thankful you're here. The word that, I, that keeps coming to my heart when I think of what God is doing with our students is authentic. That word. We want more than anything for our students and our children to grow up with an, uh, uh, cultivating and developing an authentic faith. A faith that is real. A faith that is beyond the surface level of showing up on a Sunday morning or showing up on a Sunday night. Attendance doesn't, doesn't factor in. Attendance is not what we're after. Because we believe that if relationships are formed in their proper order and context, then attendance is not an issue. Isn't that true for us as adults as well? That's an ouchie for me. Because I promise you, there was a day at their age where I did not want to be in church. I promise you. There was a day when all I wanted to do was be anywhere, on the ball field, watch TV, doing something, hanging with friends, but be here. So it's unique when a student comes and, 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 and plugs in and they find that it's more than just maybe what they thought on the surface. We want to be about relationships. There are three things with, in, the, in, the, in the realm of this authentic, under the banner of what we say authentic faith that we feel like, and it was really difficult to narrow these down. But there are three things that we're, I want to share with you this morning that we want our kids to have when they hit graduation day. Right? Three things, and, and you know, you could go, there are tons of things we want for them. But I believe everything that, that they need, spiritually speaking, falls within the three things that we desire for them to have, and I'm going to share those with you. Um, anybody like memes in here? Some of y'all be sharing a meme every 30 minutes on Facebook. I know it's like the memes were meme crazy. Here's a few of my favorite youth ministry memes. 
This is Student Sunday, or better known as Happy Youth Pastor Gets to Preach Day. Sorry, I apologize. If you're expecting Shannon, I really do apologize. I don't always preach, but when I do, it's from the New Testament. Somebody, some people don't get that. It's funny. You're like, you'll get it later. You'll laugh out loud. I don't know what on fleek means, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> on fleek is so 2014, right? We, we've moved past that, right? On, nobody uses on fleek. Ah, this is mine. This is my. When you ask the staff parish committee for a raise, <laughs> hey. And this is for Emily. How it feels to be a junior high or mid-high youth leader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's define authentic. All right. I want to see what Webster has to say. Because we use we throw, you know, we see we hear that word thrown around in our churches. It's like the it's the new it's the cliche word to use when we talk about churches and what God's doing. People say we're authentic. What does that mean? Well, Webster says. Not false or copied, genuine, real. Here's the one I like the best. Of undisputed origin. Supported by unquestionable evidence, authenticated and verified. The last one, representing one's true nature or beliefs. Undisputed origin. We want our community to know that our kids belong to Jesus. Does it mean they're going to be perfect? Are they perfect? Are they angels? Heck no. Not just no, heck no. They're not. They're not. But they are kids. I can say this. Striving after the heart of God and stumbling along the way on occasion. And that's okay. Because guess what? Adults, they're not stumbling on their own, are they? Are they stumbling on their own? We're right there with them. Man, they've seen, I, I stumble and I tell them, I said, look, if you hang around me long enough, I'm going dis to disappoint you big time. But I promise you, I will love you like God loves me. Look, we're after authentic faith, real faith. No put on here. No check the box of attendance here. Nothing like that. We want real, authentic faith that comes down to one simple thing. Loving God with their whole self. And loving others the same way. Don't we say that a lot? Look, if this thing gets convoluted or too complicated, kids, adults, we can go back to one principle. The greatest command. To love God with your heart, soul, mind, strength. And to love others the exact same way. Everything we do is underneath that, is, is, falls underneath that and this authentic, this idea of authentic faith. All right, three ways that we can, we can live out this authentic faith. Three ways, all right? If you're taking notes, uh, you can do that. Or you can listen to the podcast later and go back. A little plug for the podcast there, Josh. One thing, the num one, of, one of the first things we like to do is we believe, we believe um, greatly in is that it's developing God-centered relationships, okay? Look, not relationships in a big, massive crowd. If you come here on a Sunday night, you'll see 80 to 100 kids on campus. But this, we're not about the big, massive crowds. I promise you, we want to get to know every single individual student, know what they love, know what they hate, know what they're going through. 
Walk with them through every single part of their lives. Pray for them. Lift them up. Not just pray them out and say, see you later, good luck, and we'll see you next Sunday. Absolutely not. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We want to be in their lives. And not just us, but a lot of other adults that are praying for them and pouring into them through Bible study and prayer partners and things like that. One of the things that Emily and I do, if you're not aware, every week we are at school lunches. Almost every day of the week. Almost every day of the week. And it's not a, this is not a pat us on the back thing. I promise you it, it was a philosophy that started several years ago. And we felt like, look, this is what you do to build a viable student ministry, to build relationships. Is you go where they are. You go to them. You go to ball games. You go to dance recitals. And so you may see us at various social functions around town, ball games, dance, that kind of stuff. But it's just us. It's, it's not a, let's, let's check this box. We, we really want the kids to know that we don't just care about them on a Sunday evening at Stir or Midpoint. We care about them in the middle of the week, too. Because this is where life is lived, right? At the lunch table, in the classroom. We want, and we are blessed. By the way, shout out to the school systems in this town, in this county. They let us come in. I've got a youth pastor buddy in Atlanta. He said, how do you get into the schools? There's no way I could go to any of the schools in the metro Atlanta area. No way. They will never, ever let us on campus. So shout out to Lowndes County Schools, Valdosta City Schools, Valwood School. They let us in for some reason. And it is an incredible privilege to be there. We will never take that for granted, and we'll never stop going because we believe that's how relationships are forged, right? We want God-centered relationships. Is there a fun element in that? Absolutely. We like to be crazy. We like to have fun. But it is fun in Christ's name. And look, Jesus is at the center of those relationships. Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. If I could pick one scripture passage that sums up our student ministry, that I want to sum up our student ministry, this is it. Read with me. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect meeting together, as some do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return draws near. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. That's what we want. That's what we want. This is how, we, this is how you build godly, godly relationships. You meet together. You get together. You eat together. You hang out. You go to the movies together. You go to ball games together. You just hang out and let the Spirit of God do, his, do its thing. Do its thing, right? We want God-centered relationships. The second thing we want is we want them to live lives that are on mission. On mission. Now, I'm not just talking about mission trips. Part of this love God, love others thing is that, look, if you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, you're going to love others that way too. And what that's going to do, it's going to manifest itself in relationships. And relationships going to be forged with complete strangers, people in your family, people that you've never met before. And uh, it starts here in this town that we love. We love Valdosta. We're invested here. We want to see kids come to know Jesus, whether, ever be, whether they're ever a part of our youth group or not. We don't, that doesn't matter to us. There's no initiation. There's no, we're no, there's no pressure to join. Oh, by the way... No pressure to join, but how many families are in this room? How many families are in this room? Because your student got invited to some, some Wednesday night or Sunday night thing. And you're here. You're here to see what the fuss was about. 
And God did a work in your heart. And we're so thankful you have become a part of our family. You know, 30, 40 years ago, the way families came in our churches is a lot different than it is now. Back then, a family would just huddle up and decide that they were going to go to this church, try this one out, go to this church, try this one out, and, and, and test the waters. And then they would all meet together and settle on a church that kind of fit what they were all looking for, sort of. But what we have seen happen, over half of the families that have joined our church over the last four years are student ministry related. Over half. Well over half. And, and what that says to me is that we're in the day and age where we have an opportunity to reach families through their students, not the other way around, through, our, through their children, through your children. So if, if you're here and you're, you are a parent of a child of a teenager or a preteen that's not involved anywhere, we hope that you'll come and be a part of our family. It is a family, amen? This is the, the, one of the best parts of student ministry is the kids recognize that it, is, it functions like a family. It is a family. It doesn't take the place of your, your, your family. It just is an extended family. It's an extended, it's an arm of, uh, of the family. It's the family of God, amen? We wanna live on mission. We are taking over 100 kids on two different mission trips this summer. One to New Orleans and one group is staying right here in Valdosta and serving our city. This is what we want at home, abroad. We want to go everywhere. We want to live lives that are on mission because guess what? If you love God with your whole heart and you recognize and realize the love he has for you, other people are going to know it. Other people are going to know it. Challenge. Challenge time for all of us, me included. Other people are going to know if you love Jesus. Other people are going to know. You're going to live a life. It's not going to, it's going to be, it's going to be, you're, you're going to be unaware. But others are going to be well aware that you love Jesus. You're going to live a life that's on mission to this community and to the world. The third thing that we want for our students before they graduate at, when they graduate, by the time they graduate, is simply to trust God with every single area of their lives. Look, holding nothing back. This is a problem for every person in the room. I promise you, I promise you, we give God the, the compartments of our lives one by one, but we hold back a few. We're either ashamed, we're either guilt-ridden, we're confused about maybe um, what God's power is like. We don't know God well enough to trust him with those areas. So we hold them back. We want to teach our kids, and look, we, our leaders, your leaders are not poster children for this. We promise. You guys know we struggle with it like you do. But we want to give God every single area of our lives. And you know how you do that? Every day through prayer, through time spent in the chair, as Shannon would say. You and God, every day we give everything over. We just sang a song about this, and that song is Trust It All. It's become kind of an anthem for our, for our students to say, my life is in your hands. I give everything that I have to you. I give everything. And you know what? Students, is that a one-time prayer? No. Sometimes it needs to be prayed every hour on the hour, right? When you're, when you're struggling at school, when you're struggling in social settings, when you're struggling just in life in general, that prayer, my life is in your hands. We want our kids to pray that prayer. We want to teach them to pray that prayer. And more importantly, I want to live that out for them. Parents, you want to live that out for them. 
Parents, you are your primary, the primary youth pastor in your, parent, in your kid's life. You, not me. The misconception is, is that you send your kid to me and I'll fix them and I'll send them back and you'll applaud us for the job we did. No, no. We have, we're in partnership. We're in partnership in ministry. You are your kid's primary, primary youth pastor. I want you to hear from some of our kids. Um, if, I, if we asked you to, um, to share, I'd like you to come up on this nifty little stage right here. By the way, as they're coming up, it takes bravery to get up here, doesn't it? Yeah, you guys can give them a hand. And, and what we want is, they're, briefly, they're going to share. I asked them, we asked them to share one thing. What they feel God has done for them through their involvement in our student ministry. So they're going to say their name, and then they're going to share a little bit with you. They're going to share their hearts with you. Hi, good morning. <laughs> I'm Haley Hogan. I'm a junior at Barasa High School. And I'm so blessed that Justin asked me to speak today. I'm a little nervous, so if my knees start shaking, just kind of ignore it. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about it because he asked me a week ago, what does this mean to you? And all I could really think about was a foundation, the beginning. And while I'm about to graduate high school, it's still just the beginning. I'm really fresh in my walk with Christ. And I gave myself to Christ a couple of years ago when I was Emily's student. And I remember when she was Emily Powell and not Emily Reeves. So I've definitely grown up in the student ministry. And it's just such a blessing to be here with Justin and Allison in my beginning um, as a Christian in, in my life. And it doesn't just leave on Sundays or Wednesdays or even Thursday night Bible studies. They're at every soccer game. They're at every um, tournament or baseball game. And Justin's even on the sidelines at the state championship. So they're everywhere. And it's just a blessing to have someone to hold your hand in your walk with Christ. And I don't have enough words or enough time to say thank you to Justin and Allison and Emily and the whole youth team for everything they've done for me, but my brothers and sisters in Christ too. And I just wanted to thank everybody for all the contributions you've given me for my foundation. And hopefully as I graduate high school and go on with the rest of my life, then I can just use these tools I have now and bring more people to Christ. So thank you. Good morning, my name is Avery Holder and I've been involved in student ministry for about two years now and I can say that it has taught me so many different ways to like um, help serve others through Christ and it's definitely made me stronger as a person through Christ and I have didn't realize how close you could get to a church without like having someone to guide you through that, like Emily and Justin. And I'm so thankful for all of them and all of their hard work that they've put into it. And yeah, thank you. Uh, good morning, I'm Daniel Holcomb. I've been coming to this church for about a year now. I came last year on Confirmation Sunday, the day before Easter. And I don't think Mr. Justin could have said it any better. Miss Emily and Mr. Justin, they really want us to um, get closer to Jesus. I went to First Baptist for three years. They didn't even know my name when I got done, so <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> but uh, this is very unscripted. I, <laughs> awesome. 
I get real. I like it. Yes, sir. But, um, yeah, I, I've gotten really close to Jesus in my short time here, and I'm looking forward to whatever else is coming. Hello, my name is Reagan Bailey. I am a sophomore at Valdosta High School, and I just wanted to say, how is life, how do you spend life in the hospital? How do you spend almost about seven years? Back in about 2010, I started these feelings. I wanted to throw up, and then I would get a bad headache. So the doctors down here in Valdosta, they were saying, oh, you're just having gas reflux, you're fine. On November 24th of 2010, I remember that exact day. I know that's weird. <laughs> it was about seven o'clock that night. Um, and I wake up at around three o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving day. And throughout the years, we went, we went back to Gainesville, Florida, and they said, you are not having any acid reflux. You are having seizures. Reagan, there is one shrunken part of your brain. There's one thing we need to take out. We just need to take out this little chunk of your brain, and you'll be 99.9% .9 chance of being seizure-free. I was like, okay, let's go for it. Next thing you know, I'm right now handicapped with a cane and I am having a leg brace hidden under my pant leg. It is one of the rarest diseases found in the world called Rasmussen's encephalitis. And it is a risk for half of my brain. We are on trial right now. And there are so many unexpected things coming throughout this year. And last year was, oh. And like I realized my cousin was getting married the day after Thanksgiving. And the day after my cousin's wedding, I woke up intubated. I gave. I decided to give my heart to Christ. I was like, what am I going to do? I cannot stay at home all day. Because when you trust in the Lord, the stronger he gets, the more perfect he gets. And it was all thanks to Justin. It was all thanks to Lauren. It was all thanks to Katie. It was all thanks to... Calvin and everybody else. And I just wanted to thank Justin and Allison for welcoming here to the porch. Thank you. Um, let's give another hand for Reagan. That was pretty amazing. Um, Reagan's a big example to uh, what what you meet whenever you come here to the porch and to student ministry. You meet so many amazing people and like it's just crazy. All like a bunch of my best friends right now, I all met through here and it's just it really it just 
shows like what Justin's teaching about God-centered relationships and everything. But um, I came here a few times in middle school. wasn't I didn't I just came. Emily was awesome. It wasn't nothing with her, but I just I just came and I was like ah you know it'd be alright if I miss it. But then once I got to high school, everything I started coming to the church more and everything. I started meeting Justin, and then last year really hit whenever like I wanted to come every on Sunday night. I wanted to come every every night. I wanted to come to church anytime I could, and uh, it really. The student ministry here, Justin and Allison and Emily and just everybody basically in this building who's helped, they really open all of our students' eyes to different ways we can, you know, learn about the Lord. You know, we can experience faith. Faith's a big word. Uh, I think faith is something that is very misused a lot. And I honestly think that I didn't really understand faith until I came here. And that's one thing. They give you the opportunity and the opportunity to experience faith and experience ways to uh, ways to experience faith in the Lord that you won't get other places well I don't know I'm not hopefully. but <laughs> hopefully but it's just amazing to come here and it's like a whole nother family and they're always here for you and they really do change lives because they've changed them on is that all okay thank you guys You know, we can kind of sit and talk all day about what we want for our students, but you just heard from their hearts. It's this, it, obviously unscripted, because look, what's going what's gonna, to uh, come out of their mouth is authentic, good or bad, and it's great. I, you know, they just proved my point. You know, um, we love our students. Um, we're going to go, uh, w- one of the best parts of this is we get to transition into uh, receiving a time of Holy Communion. Uh, I can't think of a better way to, to cap this day than to, than, to, uh, than to come to the table. And uh, Emily's going to lead us into that part. Justin mentioned earlier today. Thanks for listening to the Solomon's Porch Podcast. We hope you heard some good practical news in this episode that you can apply to your life. If you'd like, we'd love for you to review our podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. You can also support our ministry by going to theporchvaldosta.com slash give. Until next time, stay classy, listening friends.